Hey y'all, welcome to Eat Drink Social, a podcast about social media influencers and the food and beverage industry. My name is Michael Moeller, and throughout this podcast series, you'll be hearing from myself and members of the IPG team. IPG stands for Influencer PR Group and is the division of Go Social. We have offices in Louisville, Kentucky and Denver, Colorado. If you have questions, you can find us at www.ipgagency.com or on social at IPG Agency. Happy to be joined now by Courtney Styers, a.k.a. at uh, Picks and Pours on Instagram, coming from Indianapolis, Indiana. Courtney, thanks for making some time today to talk about uh, whiskey and social media. Yeah, absolutely. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, so um, I'm, I kind of grabbed a snippet of your bio here, so it might sound a little familiar, but uh, you, you found your passion for bourbon originally while kind of sampling your way through your, your husband's whiskey collection. And uh, I guess oh, you learned yes. that you liked and. and <laughs> You liked it and you wanted to try as many different bourbons as, as you could. Um, so besides uh, collecting and, and drinking bourbon, you also enjoy uh, capturing the beauty of, of bourbon culture through your photography. And, and I really liked uh, how you how you said that. Um, so tell me a little bit about your bourbon journey and, and how that all began. Okay. So my bourbon journey, it's, it's honestly, it started out as a joke, which I is apparently insulting to some people, but. I think it's a great story. Um, so originally my husband, which a lot of people don't know this, but at Bourbon in Indiana, shout out. He is, and I'm actually married to him. Um, he started his Instagram account and I was like, man, I can't have a conversation. The only way I can talk to you is through your Instagram. <laughs> so I created um, this Instagram called Picks and Pours, which really I just used to troll his photos, make fun of him. So you, so you made a spite IG account. Exactly. Yeah. Well, after also trying all of the whiskeys that he tried, just because I knew, like, he was like, oh, man, you're not going to like this. Go ahead and try it. And then one day I started liking it. And now I drink all of his whiskey. And somehow, some way, I ended up here with 10,000 plus followers. I'm still not sure. I'm still humbled every time I look at it. But that's really the story of how I got to where I am. Well, and, and beyond Instagram, you also review whiskeys now for, for whiskey consensus. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. So once I realized that I liked whiskey, I started digging into it. I started looking up the history, um, why whiskey tastes the way it is, why American whiskey is different than other whiskeys around the world. Um, so once I started learning, I'm really, I'm a history buff. I love learning about the history. I love learning about companies' histories. So, um, Whiskey Consensus, Matt Evans is the person that runs that. Um, he's actually a good friend of ours. So I started talking to him and he asked me if I wanted to do it. And I was like, yeah, have no idea what I'm doing, but sure. Um, so here I am. I think I have like 30 reviews on there now. Um, but I also do still reviews now as well. So you, I mean, you, you do make a point in in your in your bio to talk about photography so was that something of a hobby that you picked up before you started drinking whiskey yes and no um i'd like to say that i was i'm good at photography um i'm really not i am learning everything kind of on the fly and honestly i the only thing that motivates me to take photos it was really whiskey like being able to walk through distilleries and take photos I think is what I enjoy, but photography in general is not something I normally enjoy. But trying to capture the beauty of 
a distillery or the beauty and like the barrels and the history that's something that i enjoy trying to get capture what's the uh, what's the prettiest distillery that you've ever done a walkthrough of oh um prettiest i don't know that's a great question i on the outside i would say maker's mark just because yeah. um i think the red against all the black buildings is just absolutely beautiful but we're talking about like rick houses and modernization i think bardstown is stunning yeah yeah it's 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 a great facility actually it's funny that you say that because i think uh, the last time i was there um i believe it was you you mentioned that you were there on the same day oh yeah 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 that that's a, a great spot that they've built up and it just kind of it really came out of nowhere honestly just yeah. in that restaurant the bottles and bond kitchen mm-hmm. oh so good yeah, I, w- I was really impressed by that. But I mean, talking about, uh, you said Maker's Mark earlier. Um, yeah. Really, the first and only time I've been there, and I don't, I don't really remember the the entire story, but they had a, um, they had a stained glass art installation. So yeah. there was a part of the tour that you could walk through, and what I mean, that was just straight beautiful. I mean, it was it was amazing to see. I love it. So they have that in like the uh, guest experience center. And then they also have it in part of their Rick houses. They have um, stain exhibits, and I just—it's beautiful. Yeah, I love it. I love everything about it. So, do you have a, a go-to whiskey that you like to drink, just on a you know daily drinker kind of thing? Yeah, my daily sipper is not a typical daily sipper for most people. Um, my daily sipper is actually Stag Junior. Okay, I like them hot. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Um, so is. So with the flavor profile in mind, is that what you're typically looking for that, you know, if you could get more of, it'd be kind of a little on the, on the spice side, black pepper? Yeah. Um, I'm a big fan of, uh, like the peppery up front, but like the heavy cherry vanilla sweet on the back end. And for me, Stag Jr. captures that and embodies that to the fullest for me. Nice. Very good. Well, kind of pivoting um, over to the to the social media sides of thing of things rather. Um, I mean, I, I assume that you you work with some brands occasionally, or, or brands reach out to you at least. Yeah. So what what can a what can a distillery do, or a distillery brand, or somebody working on behalf of a distillery do to catch your attention on social media? Um, okay, so for me, I feel like I'm probably a little bit different than a lot of people because. I, I guess I don't seek, I'm not one of those people to seek out free bottles. Like if you send me a free bottle, I will try it. If I enjoy it, I will post about it, but I will not accept anything or promote a brand that I've not tried or I am not passionate about. If I don't, um, I look into the history and I like to reveal a lot about distilleries and brands before I even bring them up or put them on there Mm -hmm. because I know that there are people that look to me for information and so I want to do my due diligence as I guess quote-unquote an influencer which by the way is still totally weird that people consider me that um I want to make sure that I do them right so I want like if a company were to reach out to me I want them to be transparent honest i also want them to give me like the time of day to explain like what their brand's really about because at the end of the day word of mouth and obviously i think you could tell on the growth of social media can have on a brand is insane 
like one of the most recent ones that I think have just uh, shot out of nowhere is Starlight Distillery. Yeah. I mean, a few of us posted really early on this year, all of a sudden they have like 22 different barrel picks going on. It, I mean, this is a small hometown Indiana grown distillery that's making fantastic products, by the way. Yeah, I've, 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 all- I've yet to get there myself, but um, I, I love the Huber's Farm, you know, location anyway. Yeah, but that's that's kind of my thing. I think it's the brands who are willing to um, put in the time with the people who support them the most. So not just doing like, um, I guess to me, followers is not like a big factor in. It's whether the brand takes the time of day for the people that really, the people that are going to be the ones purchasing the product. Yeah. Um, I mean, let, let's say that the, the juice is really great, but maybe the story isn't that great. I mean, is that going to interest you just as equally as having a you know mediocre whiskey and a great story? Oh, yeah. Good product is good product. I mean, obviously, a good whiskey is going to speak more than a story. Okay. That, that's good. A story is just more personally enjoyable for me. I love... It gives me something more to talk about than just how good your whiskey is. <laughs> I feel like people connect more when there's something behind there. Yeah, that, that's that's how I feel. Um, so let's say just a whiskey isn't for you at all. Is that something that you tell them or you just, you know, ghost them for lack of a better word? I mean, how's that conversation yeah. after receiving the sample? Yeah, honestly, it's one of the most awkward conversations I've had. But I would rather be honest with them and anyone I that follows me than to either one ghost a company because that's just not really who I am mm. um, or post about a whiskey that I'm not particularly fond of and then have people spend hard-earned money on it just for them to be disappointed obviously not everyone's gonna have the same palate as me and just because I don't particularly enjoy something doesn't mean someone else won't so um, I mean I think it's only happened once or twice but if I'm really not a fan of the product um, like I can't hold it down, I guess would be the worst, <laughs> the worst one. Um, I just have a conversation about what I like, what I didn't like. Um, I can tell, um, I don't really know. I just kind of give them suggestions. Here's kind of what my thoughts were on it. Um, obviously I thank them for sending me and being willing for me to try the product. Yeah. Um, I usually also I ooh, the, I also share it with other people. So say I don't necessarily like products, I will I will have other people try it too, just to ensure that it's not like an off day for me, or maybe I ate something that's not agreeing with that flavor profile. Okay, yeah, that, that that's a great strategy. Um, so let, let's say it's it's a Thursday night and you you pour yourself a little something and you know it's it's good. You're enjoying that. You're you're enjoying the moment. Um, are you taking a photo of it and posting it right away or, or do you prefer to have your own social media a bit more planned and, you know, posting at specific times and days instead of in the moment necessarily? I wish I could say that I plan things, but I don't. Um, I used to be really good about planning things. Um, and then say if I were having a drink, I would snap a photo of it. But these days it's just kind of like whatever's around me or whatever I'm drinking for the evening. I'll run out and take a photo of, um, but I'm, I mean, I don't like to take photos of things I haven't tried and I love taking photos of bars or not bars. I guess when I'm drinking at the bar, I oh, love taking yeah. photos of that. Cause I like to support the bar as well as whatever I'm drinking. 
Um, and then occasionally, don't tell the bourbon people, but I do like craft beer. Yeah. So I post a few of those, but we do don't it. tell. We don't tell the whiskey folks. <laughs> well, I mean, if, if you're posting it, they're seeing it, right? Or, or do you? Or are you posting that on your like another account? No, they just ignore it. We just <laughs> pretend like it doesn't happen. <laughs> That's fair. I I'm I'm all for it. Do it as much as you want. Drink what you want. It's fine. <laughs> That's uh, how I am. Um, it's good. It's good. Yeah, exactly. But you know, speaking of uh, social media planning and whatnot, it is uh, Bourbon Heritage Month, which is actually a real thing enacted by Congress in what, like 1964, I think. Yeah. And and there are, however, a bunch of quote unquote social media holidays, and like uh, there's like a lot out there, uh, specifically in in the beverage, whiskey, and, and food world. Do you ever feel like bogged down by those type of holidays and feel pressure to post or do you just embrace them or how do you how do you handle those days so i think i used to when i was first getting started i would look up make sure i had every one of those key holidays written down um and then i would also follow along to these made-up holidays like we did whiskey taylor we did wednesday taylor tuesday Mm -hmm. turkey thursday like i would I would follow those and I was like, this is boring. I'm not actually drinking this much turkey in my life. <laughs> I really don't like E.H. Taylor that much to be posting about it this much. So I I really don't follow that kind of stuff. Um, Bourbon Heritage Fund, I'll pay homage to it every so often, but I don't, I won't necessarily post every day about it. Honestly, I forget to post every day. Goes back to the whole lack of planning thing. Um, but there are certain ones that I really do enjoy hitting on. And usually those just have some type of meaning to me personally that I can speak to. So are, are you following your own socials analytics much? Um, I just recently got into that. Yeah. What, what, what are you, um, what are you finding? Um, I, so I know kind of what stuff works, what stuff has high traffic, what stuff doesn't really have high traffic. Um, and I've also noticed that it's different for every person. So like, just because I have high traffic on this type of post, say a, um, I mean, let's just do like a Buffalo Trace, obviously Buffalo Trace posts, they all get the data and all the traffic, Mm -hmm. but depending on the post, like I could post a, um, Eagle Rare and someone else could post an Eagle Rare, but we're going to have two different types of interaction. I think it really just depends on how you build your account. And what kind of engagement you expect from your followers from the beginning. I don't even know if that's a good way to put it. Sure. Um, but I've always been very... Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no. No, please. Go on. Go on. I was going to say, um, at the beginning of my social media, my especially, I mean, even still now, I engage in conversation. I think my page is more around... More since... Centered more around having a conversation with people about whiskey than just showing off a collection. Because I don't really post a lot of hard-to-get bottles. Because, uh, yes, those are cool. But I want to talk to people. I want to hear what people think about bottles. I want to hear what people think about that whiskey. And so what a lot of people don't see are um, my direct messages, which have a, like, every time I get on, there's like 30 messages in there and i set out to make sure i answer all those before i post wow Um, so i'm more interested in having that genuine conversation 
Well, you, you at the beginning of the conversation, you um, you mentioned that you were kind of surprised that all of a sudden you have you have 10k plus followers at this point. Um, when you made well, maybe you've been doing this the entire time, but when you noticed that you did want to engage with the community more, did you th- did that help at all? Do you do you did you th- see a spike in followers that way? Not really. Um, I guess I've been doing it since the beginning. My account mm-hmm. really is only about a year and a half old. It's not very old. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've still been able to maintain that sense of conversation with everyone. Nice. Um, I think I, since I started out that way, I've just been able to keep that through. So I can't really tell you whether or not I saw it increase because it's kind of something I've always done. That's that's totally fair. Um I've also noticed you've been playing around with uh, Instagram Reels a little bit more lately. Um, any any thoughts on that medium? Yeah, I don't understand how people how people do that. <laughs> I'm already not good with technology, and then I get stuck in like the TikTok TikTok wormhole. And so I saw this one, and I was like, okay, maybe I can do this. And um, yeah, it's not really for me. I think it has the potential to be really cool for those creative people. Yeah, it's 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 a lot, honestly. It, it takes a, it a, a lot to to plan one and or editing. You know, it's very yeah. I, it's not something I'm good at personally, but I'm also not very good in, in the video world to begin with. Yeah, I I understand that one. Um, don't want to take up too much more of your time, but as far it as just other other whiskey influencers or whiskey accounts in in this space do you have any must follow suggestions i mean i guess technically by marriage i should yes i've already shouted them <laughs> out but i feel yes. like i should say you guys have to follow bourbon in indiana um if not to follow him but at least to watch me harass him because that's really what my comments to him are um I enjoy good banter, so anyone that wants to uh, harass me in the comments, in a good way. In a good way. Yeah, don't be mean, because I'm, I'm very sassy, and it just doesn't work. You can fight back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, some other really good accounts, too. Um, the Brothers Bourbon. Um, people who want more than just... I mean, this is for all the women and men who might be interested, but... Bourbon Bites and Beauty. Her her name's also Courtney. Um, I think she's absolutely an awesome person. Um, she posts great content. And then, of course, my girl, Peggy No Stevens. Mm-hmm. Um, I love her. I think everyone should follow her, especially for Bourbon Etiquette. Ooh, she's where I learned etiquette, yeah. everything from. Yeah, she's great. That's awesome. If you haven't read her book, I would definitely recommend it. Okay, great. Um... Let's see. I guess one last question, and it really has to do go, going back more to whiskey consensus. Um, how does what's what's the synergy like between whiskey consensus reviews and your Instagram posting? Like, do you let people know that a new review is up? Do you want people to know that a new review is up? Do you copy the content over to Instagram? And how do you manage the two of those platforms? Yeah, so Matt, who runs and owns Whiskey Consensus as a whole, um, he's the one that posts about it. I'll share it in my stories. I'll let people know. I love it when people read my reviews. Um, 
I love hearing what people, obviously, I don't know how many times I'm going to say this today. <laughs> I love hearing what people have to think. So if you want to have a conversation about a review I post, like that's, I mean, that's the highest compliment you can have to me. Um, so I do post in my highlights, I think in my stories, um, the posts or the reviews. Now that I have that swipe up feature, it <laughs> hey, swipes that's right. up you direct- get the 10K. Yeah. Yeah. It swipes up directly to that review for people to read. Ease of reading, ease of access. I'm all about that convenience. Yeah, that, that does help. It's a game changer. Um, <laughs> so what, what's what's next for you? Anything that you want to plug? Any exciting reviews coming up that we should be on the lookout for? Um, Not really. I have some cool giveaways coming up. All right. Yeah. That, My birthday's great. next month, so I'm just doing like a whole month of giveaways during it. Oh, awesome. When's your birthday? October 9th. Okay. Awesome. I, uh, I'm the 17th myself, but oh, very cool. October's the best month. Oh, it is. I've, I've always said that the best time of year is October 17th through January 2nd because you've got Halloween. We've got my birthday, Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, all the holiday spirit. And uh, I hate the summer, so it's just better to have that. Oh, me too. Kind of weather uh, anyway. Bring on. I heard that Nebraska had snow this weekend, and I was like, hmm, trying to convince my husband maybe we should relocate. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, I, I you know, a lot of. Uh, my company is based in in Colorado, so a lot of those uh, folks over there experienced snow yesterday and today. Yeah, it's I'll be up there soon. Nice. Later in October, I'll be up there. Very Colorado. fun. All right. Well, I don't want to take up too much more of your time, so I do appreciate you coming on and hanging out and, and talking a little bit more about whiskey and social. All right, everybody. That wraps up another episode of Eat, Drink, Social. If you have a story to share or know somebody that does, feel free to reach out to us at www.ipgagency.com.